There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. This is the Morning Sickness. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo. Off we go. Another perfect day. And Brady... We started off, it's the West Valley's turn. I think we had this, when was this, last week? Was, yeah. yeah. When East Valley had their crash that stopped everybody. We got one on the West Valley, 67th Avenue, and the I-10. Uh, I believe they said it's eastbound is closed. And you can't get on the 202 from there. And I saw and I saw in the thing this morning, uh, the clip of the, th- the deal, the girl said, uh, it's the busiest intersection in Phoenix. It's the busiest area of freeway travel in Phoenix. It is? 67th, 67th Avenue and... I-10, but that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. So, uh, yeah, so avoid it, I guess. I'm not real sure it exactly. It seems like once you get past the, uh, go underneath the bridge there on that I-10. Going that it's way? It's busy. Uh, yeah, heading west. I think, is it westbound or east? It's got to be east. Is, I, I, is it another wrong way driver? No, uh, it doesn't say. It's okay. just a bad crash. It's westbound. It's west, yeah. So yeah. it's heading out of town. Yeah, I mean, you. Well, it's not going to be that bad. Yeah, because isn't everybody coming? Yeah, everybody's coming this way. People are heading to Verado. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's oh true. yeah, <laughs> very Verado. It's a very Verado Thursday. They have that. Some, I think they have some fig nut and brie to start the day, and then not real sure what goes on after that because I've never been to Verado. I have been to Verado once. I pulled over to pee. And I thought it was much closer to the freeway than it is. To go oh, it's out there. Oh, it's way out there. It's not just off. You the have freeway. to pee like it's. And as as a guy who can hold it for hours, when I say I got to pee, it's like we're. We're going to have to do it. And I'm clinched up. I'm like, I've waited until my last minute. That's when I go. And I'm like, Verado's right here. Get off on Ver-. I start driving. I'm like, Verado's a mirage. This isn't even built yet. I finally <laughs> get out to the, what, they got that little. Cobblestone streets. Little, yeah, it's like Pleasantville. It's just, but everybody looks miserable because they made a mistake to buy in Verado. <laughs> we thought it would be better and closer. So, yeah, I finally peed out there. And I'm like, well, guess what I'm never going to do? Go to Verado or have friends who live in Verado. I did have – we had one friend who lived in Verado. Yep, and he for about downtown. a year and a half. Yeah, and he ran from Verado. He's like, I can't drive this anymore. This is a nightmare. So if you're a Verado resident, you're screwed this morning. If you don't West have to Valley, go anywhere, yeah. nice place. Yeah. And I don't know if there are these, but if you were an overnight worker and you head home to Verado, you're going to be affected by this crash. <laughs> well, you it, can't afford to live in Verado. I was going to say, you shouldn't – Maybe know Buckeye, but, yeah. you know. If you're an overnight worker and you live in Verado, you – you rob houses in Verado. That's basically <laughs> what your job would be. So, Verado. <laughs> Let's build something miles and miles from where anybody wants to be. Great idea. It's growing, and people who bought there who are still defending, like the ones in Maricopa. It's come back a little bit. Maricopa was the other. It was, it was the uh, – is, is Maricopa Mexican for Verado? Because I think that's what it – I think that's basically <laughs> what it was. Is the little Mexico version of it. It's growing. It'll eventually attach, and then – the second they could get out, everyone ran from the Cope. Good prices down there in the Cope, though, if you want to be there. That's the big bust against it. you got to be there. So that's closed up. So you got your excuse built in this morning. It's 548. 
and this show's already saved you an hour. Go to sleep for an hour. Yeah. Hang around the house. Have some Pop-Tarts. Slow down. Call your boss and say, I'm trapped in this stupid wreck. I got ah, westbound, Dave. Yeah, I know, but I made a mistake, and I tried to back around him on a ramp. And then watch uh, I Dream of Genie or Hazel. Something fun. I'm just that in the rotation? I think I Dream of Genie's later. I like the I Dream of Genie show. I really do. It is pretty solid. <laughs> it still it holds up. I'll it say. does. Yeah. And it's uh, it makes you Google search Barbara Eden today. It was in her 80s, but get her in the Genie costume. I think you could close your eyes and imagine. Still, she's still okay for the age? I mean, or? when you say 480, yeah. yes. I okay. mean, compared to everyone else who's in their 80s, this is not a fair fight. That's set up in the bottle. Pretty, Pretty cool. Nice. I always thought it would be a, a nice a, little hang. You know what it looks like is a champagne room at a strip club yes. inside her bottle. It's very nice there. Uh, and speaking <laughs> of champagne rooms, they'll be empty this weekend uh, compared to other weeks of the Phoenix Open. The Phoenix Open is here, and my God, you know what? They've reduced this thing to 5,000 people, which means it's just a golf tournament. Boring. Who wants to go to that? So uh, you're on un- top of the employees, right? 5,000 guests? Yes, 5,000 okay, yeah. people can enter, and there's like, but they're not going to have as many employees. And now you're reduced to watching golf for real. That's the whole point of the Phoenix Open is to ignore the golf. It's terribly stupid to have guests come in if you can't have the party. It's some of the best – the, the worst part of the Phoenix Open is getting in and out of it. That's the only reason. And once you, you get in. Once you get in, you're like, good. But you've got to have a spot. Yeah. If you don't have a spot, you're wandering around in that sea of elbows and assholes, and it's brutal. We'll just bring a blanket but, and lay yeah. it out in the lawn. I mean, we had – I got to hang out with Wayne from Amco last year. Yeah, never, that was uh, He was awesome. Spectacular. He was so much fun. It was – and Wayne from Amco is a, is a fun dude. And the worst thing was is every bartender we walked by, Wayne knew. Oh, and, and these are all girls that come in from other cities to make thousands of dollars a day. In the and and I just hear April. I'm with Wayne, and, and she goes, "Oh my god!" And she's got a line of like fifty oh, people. She hey, just, Wayne! She just stops. She goes, "Ah, my transmission guy." And I'm like, "How do you know her?" Oh, I met her in San Luis Obispo at a club. Like Wayne, are you the world's biggest player? I think it might be. I'm like, wow. oh my god. It's a little like the movie Old School. Yeah, Wayne was, yeah, yeah. Wayne knew People everybody. People know Wayne. They had partied with Wayne. Maybe I, it'll rub off on Larry a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the, the fun of the Phoenix Open, I don't think I've seen a, a shot of golf in the last six or seven times I've gone to that thing. I don't think I've – if I have, it's been like, we let's let's watch golf. And then you try to figure out who it is. like, ah, who cares? And that one year that that kid that looked like Jason Day, who's an actual golfer, yeah. Dressed up like him the next he's, he I didn't know him, but he it was this is ten years ago. I just got the picture. Me and my buddy Rich went to the open and got in there and he's he's dressed up like one of the golfers and he says something. He recognized me and I'm like, Hey, we're talking. I said, You look like you should be out there golfing. He goes, I dressed up like one of the golfers I'm gonna pretend to be who didn't make the cut. And I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. And I said, Who are you? And he looked at his thing, he goes, I'm Jay Day. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't know who that is yet, because this was before he was a thing. And he said, he's kind of, uh, I said, but I think he's Australian, isn't he? Ah, crap. Like, nobody's going to know that. So he's going up to girls going, how you doing? My name's Jay Day. He didn't even say the Jason part because <laughs> it was just Jay initial day. And he's trying to hit on on women there as one of the golfers. And it was working. Like, chicks were giving him time a day. And then it would take all of five minutes. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. It, it, well, it was, he was mopping up. So here's the good news about the Phoenix Open being shrunk this year. Prediction. Uh, the hospitals, which are already 
in trouble with the COVID and we're trying to keep uh, admissions down. The good news is the Phoenix Open will not bring you anybody with itchy balls and bumpy vaginas. That's the STD rate and the visits for that. Down? Gonna, way down. Because the uh, $30,000 millionaires can't give their herpes to uh, you know recently divorced 43-year-old women who are gussied <laughs> up and trying to win themselves a husband and they, you know, the rented Lamborghini, the, the gullwing doors. But you somehow, for some reason, he won't take you back to his house because it's being fumigated. So you got to go to your place. And then he takes it to your place. He hands his $30,000 millionaire herpes, takes the car back to the rental place, and then you're at the hospital with bumps forever. So that's going to get cut down. So ladies, think of it like that. You were going to go, and you were going to get herpes, and now you're not. So 2021 is off to a better start already than most every other year you've had. So congratulations to all the women that had passes but can't go. The other thing is if uh, you had to go into the office, if you're still having to go into the office, don't have to worry about oh, yeah. upper management being there. That, well, that's it's the only one that's a good be point out there. That is true. The high-end CEOs are not coming to work today because they get the 5,000 passes and that's it. I never t- Did you ever hear the story about how Brady got – that's one time I think I've seen Brady drunk no. at the Phoenix Open. I was drinking uh, – and he's going to deny it, but I'm telling you the facts right now, and I've got three people to back this up. And he goes, ah, because he doesn't want to be this guy, but he was this guy. We're, uh, we had uh, passes, and I'm, we're piling in Jack and Diets. And I'm like, just have one with me. So he has one. He has a couple more. Next thing you know, I see his eyes are a little bit like wonky, and he's got this big grin on his face. And his jokes are getting kind of loud. <laughs> and so it's me and a guy named Hud and Hud's friend Shane and Brady. And Brady's noises are – I almost skipped out. Like there was a wreck on the 51, and I'm like, screw this. I'm not even I'm turning trying. around. I'm not even, even going to fight this thing. I'm so glad I didn't because uh, I had to – and then – uh, I believe a girl named uh, Katie was there with her sister, and Brady started to say stuff that I thought was going to get us canceled before we even knew cancellations were a thing. I'm like, okay, all right, Chief, let's go over here for a little bit and get another <laughs> drink. And, and uh, he said, I have another one of them Jack and Diet Cokes. Those are pretty good. That's a good number. We're standing in line, and I'm like, all right, well, let's go over there. And a guy in a wheelchair is in front of us, and he goes, all right, let's head over. Out of the way, Kovacs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of Tom Cruise's character in uh, the Born on the Fourth of July, the dude in the wheelchair. So Brady says it to the guy, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Two more poor Mike, we're friends, doll. <laughs> I'm like, he's going to have just don't put any alcohol in his. I'll give you extra. He got blasted. Which One was day I'll awesome. have to watch that movie, Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> oh, you've seen Born on the Fourth of July. You know the out of the way Kovacs. I know the guy. <laughs> I knew you weren't talking about uh, the monkey from Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, Kovacs, you wicked monkey. Uh, no, yeah, out of the way Kovacs. And the poor guy in the wheelchair is like, me? <laughs> My name's Jay. <laughs> yeah, you, out of the way, wheelie. Move it. <laughs> What's up, four on the floor? What are you doing here? <laughs> How you doing, Prius? You're really good for the environment. <laughs> Carbon-based lump, move it. So yeah, he, he started Jack and diet and heavy on the diet. That's the and that was the year we were doing uh, two white guys acting black when women would walk by. Remember? Yeah, he got the- so drunk, but then because <laughs> Brady doesn't drink, so it wasn't his drunk was very cute. But women would walk by. Like, Damn! <laughs> and it was from us, which was even better. Look at that big ass shake, damn! <laughs> it was pretty fun. So you can have a fun. fun day. That was a fun, fun day. day. But we didn't have herpes or uh, Lamborghinis rented, so we knew we could wander around there safely. Plus, you know, 
uh, ugly Ben Kingsley and Corky are wandering. We 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 pose no threat to any. The ladies weren't looking for us, but we were. That, that was a fun one. And then last year was a blast too. Uh, we had a good time with Wayne and the zoo girl was there, and it was fun. And we had a. Uh, other stuff I don't remember. It was, it was some stuff going on. There. That was last year. <laughs> oh yeah, that was last year. We had a good time with that. It was. And then yeah, I've gone like three or four times. And then the other time I we... saw six shots total last year. Yeah, that was the least. Uh, pff, out. Maybe two. Usually I'm. I saw. I'll two. check out a a hole or two. You feel sort of obligated to watch golf because yeah. especially if you like golf a little bit, you're like I gotta see this and participate. You're you're not watching any. Have you ever been? No. Oh. Never. Bert, we got to get you out to this people paradise. But I heard it's great people watching. It's beyond that. There's not. It would rival anything in the world for people watching. I've been to, I've been to heavyweight done. championship fights. Phoenix Open kills that, and that's a people watching paradise. I saw Jesus, and I think he was dating Aretha Franklin at the <laughs> uh, Deontay Wilder fight against Ortiz. And uh, I'm like, that is the Lord Christ. He was in the robe, he had the hair and the beard, and next to him was. Horror Aretha Franklin, too. It was just the weirdest, like, slutted-up Aretha Franklin-looking lady. And I'm like, that's the strangest couple I've ever seen. Phoenix Open has that a thousand times over. Just we got to get Bird out there, a velour shirt and the pinky ring, and you will be on fire. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Let's do it. And then there was the other year that I got there, and I was told, hey, the Thunderbirds hate you right now. I'm like, what happened? Like, they think you were making fun of them this morning. Ah! So we had to apologize to a bunch of people. First thing, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wandering through. I didn't know. You guys were listening. I was I was doing that. <laughs> I assumed you'd never hear it. Sorry. Doesn't make it better. But yeah, the open is good. But 5,000 people. No trouble. And uh, you're you going to hear the, the uh, number that they throw out. What, that's like 700,000 uh, normally? It brings in like 336 million every year to the city. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. yeah. That's it's and huge. And this year it's not happening. No. The resorts, the parties, Crushed. the clubs, it's it's nothing going on. So I mean, it is a crushing to lose this event is huge cuz this is one that people run down here for. And I mean, you you talk 200,000 people in one place and everybody's drinking overpriced drinks. I mean, they've got their passes for a lot of them, but not all of them, just those club things and those things are 45 grand a pop. So, I mean, it's at minimum just to have a little section with a table. You're spending 50 grand at least. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's And you don't realize, I mean, Phoenix is still a resort town, that factor. And all those people that, you know, I met a guy last week, his brother basically was furloughed or laid off uh, six months ago. Yikes. And all he was doing were the events. This was at the Phonikin. Yeah. And they got nothing. We can't have events. We can't. That sucks. Would you go to the Phoenix Open if you got a pass, one of the 5,000? Because that course is a drag. I'd be so bored well, I'll tell you, you watching could, you golf for real. You could get in and out, no problem. I can get in and out anywhere, no problem. I, don't want to, I, can, I can get in and out of any golf course to watch golfers golf. Yeah. I don't need to watch any of that. I, golf is like live. Without the Phoenix Open, I'd go to the Masters, maybe. I'd go to the Masters, and I'd go to a full Phoenix Open again. And even that's just the – I don't – like watching golf One day, live is going not out there, fun. Maybe you know. Oh, what a it bore. is! You would realize still five thousand people. You'd realize how bored you are watching golf, uh, like a golf tournament with no party. I did uh, one oh. year. I followed a guy because I knew him. I, well, Jones. Yeah, Steve Jones. And I did the eight, walk the eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's brutal. Oh, sure, it's brutal for them, and but to be a 
a, a like a guy watching a guy golf. Yeah, I tried to follow a guy once. I'm like, this is Bryson DeChambeau. Yep, like boring. Be- before he's jacked up, or was he? Uh, uh, it was pre-jacked up. Yeah, and he was hitting on a couple ladies on the walk in, and they were in. Like they and he's like stand behind this rope, stand behind that rope, and he was placing them, and then he'd hit his shot, and I'm like, I don't know, this dude's a killer. He was a little bit jacked up. He yeah. was starting, I think he was starting to get kind of ripped, and uh, boy, he was just like these two girls were in heaven because all they did was go the thing, and he turns and he goes, you two stand here, and they did it, and then we're walking along, and then they put up these ropes as you go to keep fans away, so as you're walking, they'll rope it. Sure enough, roped off. You two here. <laughs> I'm sure he gave him his herpes for sure that night. He was handing those out like crazy. Those two. they were in. It was on. So those golfers, this tournament, that's that's going to suck for them. Now they think about it. Out of the five thousand, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. Good luck picking. Slim pickings. And you know what? It's going to be five thousand dudes who like golf. Five thousand people you'd never want to hang out with that like to watch golf. No, ugh. So the sales department will be in all week. This yeah, that's because every year they're gone. Yeah, that's the better part. Is that they won't be out. Yeah, they're not going. They're here now. Yeah. So yeah, every year that thing's empty. Oh yeah, and you get your passes and get two or three people that show up to work. Maybe, not anymore. It's over. And then I saw today that they've already canceled the Fourth of July in Tempe. Already? Which is, yeah. Which means, oh, this thing's going to go on for a lot longer. The events aren't back. We we I won't say out loud what it was. Uh, had something planned for October, and that's yep. been shut down because we can't make arrangements. That's the bigger thing. No one will commit. So as you try to arrange something, you're like, ah, we can't really say we'll do it because you got to start putting money into things, and that's like, and then if it all fails, you got to start owing everybody back. So everybody's kind of like, I don't want to commit until we know for sure. So yeah, we we're losing events in October already because of this stupid thing. But sorry to all those ladies who wanted to get a husband. I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how those. I don't know how the the trampy Phoenix Open women are trolling for husbands right now that's a place where you put all your eggs in one basket i wonder how many marriages the phoenix open has been responsible for and divorces and divorces and divorces, yes, and divorces. divorce double divorces because <laughs> usually it's a divorce from who you're leaving your wife oh, for, true, for yeah. that, that lady at the phoenix open and then you're going to divorce her recruiting too. for a second round <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah oh man i bet you tons the gumar open <laughs> <laughs> oh the gumar open i met her at the phoenix open she wants to get married I'm going to do it. You're making a mistake, dude. I'll be all right. First, why have all the businesses anyway? Yeah, it was, uh, it's the Gumar Open is a good name for it. It's crazy, but not this year. And unfortunately, it's going to be a bunch of dudes who are 70. I've never liked what they've done to this Open in the first place. They, they hate what happened to their golf tournament because they like it quiet, and they like the golf part. Ugh, what a drag. I think by now... Most of the people know the Open. It's not a place where you're going to no, get but that's, quiet golf That's watching. who's going this year, the guys who are going to celebrate the fact that it isn't what it's become, which is fun and awesome, and all these curmudgeons are going to be a real. Uh, it's the stag bar at the country club. Yeah, yeah. now it's the old men that hate everybody and snobs. Yeah, I talked to a guy yesterday. He said, I finally get to the Open and actually enjoy it. And I'm like, you're not, you're, I guarantee you you're going to go to this thing and come back and go, that was boring. It's not It's not fun to watch guys golf in person. <laughs> it isn't. It's not a game you're like, wow. Eh. Well, especially when everybody's good. Another good one. Yeah, the first couple of, uh, when you see him swing and you play the game, you're like, wow. That's pretty you amazing. Know, that's amazing. But then. I went to the Pro-Am and I got You bored. better have some uh, 
other activities going on. Yeah. And here's my annual speech I give the day after the Pro-Am. If you're a real Arizona Cardinal fan, you want Larry Fitzgerald to retire or get traded. If you're a real fan, you want him gone. You can't let him die on a vine on this team, 100 catches away from being the all-time greatest. He can uh, still retire. He can retire here. He'll come back. He'll always be a Cardinal. You need him to – hopefully, if Tom Brady comes back, Larry Fitzgerald, for the sake of an amazing 17-year career, maybe he'll be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer and steal one with Tom next year. Maybe. Or go over to L.A. with Matt Stafford and become that slot receiver and scare the hell out of everybody. I was watching the news. They're like, the, will, Larry, will Larry Legend be back? I'm like, he's not doing a thing for this team. What Larry could do for this team in death. And I know you've waited again to make him a free agent. What you should have done is trade him away for a couple of picks because this team is not in need of a 39-year-old slot receiver. You're running a museum. You're, you're running out an, a museum piece and saying this is all we are. He could get you uh, at least a third rounder from a desperate team that said, like the Rams would be like, we'll give you a draft pick, third or fourth rounder, and that's great, and go get yourself something else. Because 38-year-old, 39-year-old slot receivers looking for uh, records aren't guys who are going to help you win meaningful games. But he's Larry Legend. Well, at this point, why don't you just call up Larry Wilson and have him out on the field because it's the same thing. He's an old man, Cardinal legend. I think he's dead. Uh, But you get him on the field and just say, well, that's one of our legends. Roy Jetstream Green, he was fun to watch. Let's get him back on the field because you're running an old-timers show. I say it every year for the last four years. If you really cared about Larry's career, you'd want it to go somewhere where he could actually win something. And he can't here. Stafford end up? The Rams. Rams. Yeah, that would be be amazing. He'll get get 100 and Cooper Cup and Larry Fitzgerald. I don't even know if if he's that guy anymore, but he's definitely a threat to, you know, when you've got a couple down – field guys to cut up under the middle and get you meaningful yards. He's a slot guy now, and he has been for a couple of years. He's just he's 112 catches away from Jerry Rice. So my thoughts are, if you're that close, as Larry Fitzgerald is, and you're healthy, and he is, he wants to play two more years, get 60 catches both years if he can, and hold the all-time record, which was people said was like Ty Co- or a Ty Young's it. record. You couldn't touch it, and he's on the heels of it. But he's got to play a couple more years. He's not going to get 112 next year. He's not that guy. But Cardinal fans uh, watching him on the news, we just hope Larry comes back. Why? Why? Run out an all-star team of, well, I don't even know if you could do that, but let's bring Jake Plummer and put him at quarterback if you love old Cardinals so much. Old Cardinals with no rings. ESPN did a breakdown of uh, how soon your team will win the Super Bowl. Ah, Cardinals, what is it, 2042? Cardinals were in with about eight other teams. In the middle somewhere. Because of Kyler Murray. Two years. No. No. Where were the Bears? Were they even on the list? Did they even bother with the Go to the back page. Go to the final page and see (laughs) what century they're in. The Bears. uh, Let's see. Still a year away is uh, the (laughs) Colts, Browns, Niners, Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. I'm sorry. That was a year year away. Two years away. No Bears. Of course, (laughs) three years out. You're three the years Bears. away. That's and this still is, even along with the Raiders, Panthers, yeah. Washington football team, Patriots, the Broncos. Broncos? They the changed Broncos. the name of them too. Was Broncos all of a sudden <laughs> offensive? We can't say that anymore either. The Bad. Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, the Falcons. Well, anyway, it goes back to uh, Phoenix has a problem hanging on to uh, players too long. Shane Doan with the Coyotes. 
the only thing Shane Doan had uh, that was consistent as a Coyote was the shirt and the empty hands. No rings. None. And uh, the Coyotes and Shane Doan were synonymous. The only thing that I, I actually said at the end, and I think Doner was a great guy, but the only person, because he was here the, the year they moved here, he was part of the team. The whole time he was here, he was the only one on the team of losing. So he was the one you could blame for them never. He was the problem, is what I say. Once he was he mush. Was, he, he was. Yeah, he was, he mush. was mush. He mushed the team. No matter how good they could be, Shane Doan was going to make sure that it didn't happen. Not because of his play or anything else. He's just bad luck. And after 20 years, you never let him go to a team that had a chance. He stuck it out. Now he's doing AC commercials with his daughter. Four teams are on the four-plus years out. Bengals? Bingo. Yeah. Jeez, uh, there's a few bad ones. Who's the Texans? Texans, they're done. Eagles, no kidding. The Eagles are back. Talk about falling from grace. No kidding. And the last one on four years, four plus years out, Detroit Lions. And the Jets have to be in there too. Jets are in the uh, three, three years. Year. Yeah. Yeah. They're with the Bears. That, that's three plus. That's it's not three years. Anyway. Larry, you're a great you're a great person. If anybody actually cared about you, they'd cut you free. You know what Larry Fitzgerald is? He's a show dog. Uh, on a chain in the backyard. You're like, will somebody take this amazing creature to a place like the AKC would recognize him and put him in a show, and he'd blue ribbon of his way right out of the league? Nope. What if you just game plan it and the Cardinals just say, you know what, let's just not worry about necessarily getting to the Super Bowl next year. Let's get Larry his catches. Let's just develop <laughs> well, maybe the offense. They, maybe they just say that. We want 112 in this year. We're going Fitzgerald <laughs> crazy. Do. We don't care about winning Super Bowls. Obviously, that's why we signed 39-year-old receivers. <laughs> Shovel passes, weird, whatever it takes. All day long, he's just going to do end-arounds, and we're just going to kick it forward one yard so it's a guaranteed catch. Whether yep. he gains or loses yards, every play is Let's to Larry. Let's get it done. Three, three and out over to the punter's going to have the most magnificent year of all time. We're three and outing every time. Larry's going to have 100 catches by, I don't know, should be the third week of the year. There you have it. And that's it. And then, then get then, it out of the way. Yep. And then start trying. This is ridiculous. I'm a Steeler fan. You think I got a legend in Ben Roethlisberger, by the way, same year, drafted the same year? I want Ben Roethlisberger off this team so bad this year, it's painful. So bad. It's, he's done. That's enough. You can't win anymore with him. The magic is never going to come back to Ben's arm. It's never going to happen again. So you're like, this, it's time for you to go. And we got to start over. Quality, smart fans know that. When players keep telling you it's a business, it's a business. Fans have to say it's a business. you got to get your heart out of there and realize, okay, time for seven to go somewhere else and uh, start a new world. Let it's Randolph Mantooth take it That's over. That's right. But if you start crying because number 11 is wearing a Buccaneers uniform, you should be like, well, it's a business. And we weren't good for his business, and he's not good for ours. It's pathetic. Sorry, and there's Larry at the Phoenix Open yesterday having to dodge all those questions. And I think Yetta Gibson said she'd – this was weird. Channel 3, Brandon Lee and Yetta Gibson, who they're, – they're giddy. They're on the news last night, and they're saying, well, there's Larry Legend, and he's out there answering questions. And I think Paul Horton, the weatherman, asked him, you coming back next year, buddy? Because he calls everybody buddy. And uh, he gave this answer. And Yetta – they come back, and Yetta's got her head in her hands, and she goes, I'd have gotten the answer from him. I guarantee it. And I'm like, I think the news Jeez. lady. I think the news lady just said she'd have blown him for answers. I mean, it was so seductive. And, and Brandon was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And Brandon's like, me too. <laughs> well, I blew him, and he didn't tell me a thing. Yeah, the both of all of them. I think everybody but Paul Horton was like, well, I tried to get answers, buddy. 
And then Brandon Lee and Yetta were like, oh, we'll get those answers. I'll take the front. You take the back. But I'm serious. She was she was like, I don't get those answers from that strapping mother. Mm. You heard me, Larry. <laughs> I lick it off my fingertips. It's like, Larry's going to give you answers. She was in. And I'm like, okay, the news lady wants to bone uh, Larry Fitzgerald, the legend. Find out about the legend. I don't think you ever see that with Tom Brokaw or Walter Cronkite. <laughs> now, there's a way I'd like to try to interview and get a few answers out of and maybe bring her to orgasm. <laughs> what? We'll be right back. That's going to be his new show. Yeah. Now, tell me, while you were running guns between Iraq and Iran, did you ever show anyone your vestibule? Huh? You heard me. Let me see it. <laughs> Hard-hitting news. Tom Brokaw looking for a lady's vestibule tonight on NBC. It's crazy. But, yeah, Yetta wanted to bang. And I think we should arrange that. I think they'd be a pretty couple. Yetta's a pretty lady. Larry looks nice. You are the winner of America's <laughs> vestibule. <laughs> Larry gets to see Yetta's vestibule. I bet you Yetta doesn't even know where her vestibule is. Most women don't. Well, let me be the one to show you, ma'am. Tom Brokaw live at your vestibule, <laughs> reporting live, 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 from a honey hole. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just kidding, it doesn't echo. <laughs> Tom Brokaw being hilarious in his ridiculous vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Brokaw talking in Tom Brokaw, what's Brokaw? going on with you? The Broncos, the Bronkers? I said Brokaw. Fading, uh, no, right. You're fading oh, away, all right. Fading no, no, follow the yet. light, Brady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get a wake-up song. You guys give it to us. 585-9800 is the phone number, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUV. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUV.